Friends. A rose by any other name would... No wildfires ever! Every relationship, there's a bull and a cow. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Your Samites, just to continue in your quotation and I mention the name of the Scottish play. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Bad actors. The ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Welcome to Bad Actors. This series of podcasts have been created to support the book by the name Bad Actors True Crime Theatrics. It's available on Amazon, and we're hoping you will buy at least one copy. And then after you you read it and toss it across the room, use it as a coaster. It's produced by Caddis Rex Media, which is solely responsible for its content. My name is Richard John Albert. And I will be your host. As a way of introducing these podcasts and the book, I'd have to say it's a summation of our culture here in America, where this is being made. And it stems from the microcosm of the theater world, specifically in New York and in Columbus, Ohio. I've been writing this book for at least 10 years, and it has changed. It has been rewritten several times, and the book is being rewritten even now. These podcasts will be about 20 minutes each. I hope you're not paying too much for them, but they will get better as time goes on. And of course, if you buy the book, I am beholden to you. Before I end each podcast, I will present to you a good actor, as opposed to bad actor. This person will be professional in every sense of the word, talented and deserving of praise. But most of what we will discuss is our culture and how people are being radicalized online and how the theater shows us this veritable canary in a coal mine. Everything that has happened that I have seen and noted and written about in the theater has happened on the national stage right before it became a thing on the national stage. The leading bad actor of these podcasts is a man that I'm calling Bernie Badhoff. It's not his name. He has another name, a real name, and I'm hiding that name as I'm hiding the names of others, to see if we can prosecute this man at a later date. But the name I'm giving this man is Bernie Badoff. Rhymes with Bernie Madoff, the late Ponzi schemer, and with deliberation. Bernie runs a media mob, and you have to know what that is because they're controlling your lives, all of your lives. And you don't even know it. There are people funding these media mobs. They don't know that they're doing that. There are people contributing to them. And they don't know it. Good people. And some bad people. But a lot of good people are being hoodwinked and fooled, tricked into to acting on the behalf of one person. 
And that person does not have your best interests in mind. And why the hell should you listen to this? Because it's helpful for you. It's helpful for you to look out for the signs that you might be, I don't know, being fooled online especially, or even in, in the office, at work, at play, at the theater. Lately, these bad actors, at the behest of Mr. Bernie Badoff, have contacted people in real life. I call it close encounters of the third kind. They are actually in your midst, and you don't know it. None of any of this would take place if we were living in a culture that honored humility. Because the first thing you need to recognize is that we are a nation of narcissists. You know where else there's a, a group of narcissists? The theater. So that's why the parallel between these two things is so important for you to understand. Now, most people don't go to the theater. It's like 3% of the population. 9% of the population practices S&M. So put that in perspective. That's what we're talking about here. Only 3% of the population, if that any longer. That's how uh, old-fashioned the theater is. And I'm talking about musicals, too. The crappy musicals that you try to avoid and end up going there because you want to bring your date. I'm talking about that stuff. So the real theater, like plays and, and things that engage your intellect, you know... If you're not in Chicago or New York, you're never going to see it anyway. Nobody goes to the theater. Now, this is a problem. Why? Because it, theater is one of the fine arts, the intrinsic arts, the arts that are closest to us as humans. And any art form that can be performed in a cave without any technology is a fine art, and the theater is one of them. So this, I think, should be the first point to be made. Many people don't know what's going on. As a matter of fact, 97% of the population, and even more, because the 3% of the people who are going to the theater are going to see things like, um, I don't know, The Full Monty 2, The New Beginning. I mean, it, they're making musicals out of really bad films. And because there is a great deal of ignorance regarding this medium and what it has meant in the past over time and what it means to us today, people can take advantage because nobody knows any better. People at the Arts Council don't know a thing. The public doesn't know a thing. The people in charge, those people who we elect to represent us in Congress, in the Senate, everywhere, do not go to the theater. They'll see paintings, they'll read books, they'll see pottery, you know, anything other than the theater. And why are they afraid of the theater? They're not. They just don't know any better. Now, into this mix comes the narcissist. I mentioned this before. 
And apparently, everyone that you hear about on the news in some way, with exceptions, are narcissists. Even those crazy mofos who go into a restaurant or a bar with a gun and shoot people. That's narcissism. They certainly aren't doing it for the greater good. They're doing it because some personal peccadillo of theirs is motivating them. And it's disgraceful. It's killing our country. It's killing people, literally. And it all comes from the worship of the self. We all have these dark motives in ourselves. We're not alone in this. And we certainly can't point the finger at just one group of people, although I will. We all have bad motivations, bad motives. If we don't discipline ourselves and look forward to serving another person, to serving God, to serving your community, then we're going to fall into this trap, and the trap will eventually do yourself in. So, to proceed forward, let us accept the fact that narcissists, for lack of a better word, are tools. Now, allow me to read to you uh, some actual quotes I took off Facebook from actors locally, meaning when I say locally, I mean Columbus, Ohio. One of them is from New York. Okay? These are actual things. I've changed the name of the show or something like that, but everything else is the same. I am proud to announce that I will be playing the pivotal role in the play Drek. I'm humbled to breathe life into the complex character of the second guard from the left. All right, maybe some of that is made up. At this time in my career, I feel called to use my creative powers to benefit humanity. She, the character this person is playing, speaks to me, and I will courageously translate her voice for the audiences of somebody, somebody, community theater. Oy. And finally, I dedicate my performance to all bulimics in the world. <laughs> Yet born from this, this little drop of silly behavior, incubated in the cauldron of social media, it becomes this huge monster that we cannot control, that we don't know how to control. We don't know what it is. We can't give it a name, really. Well, we can't say the name. That, that would be bad. But it's huge, and it's affecting everybody. When people are online, they're also in a thing called an echo chamber, meaning if you have friends who are conservatives and you say something conservative, or you most likely repost something that's conservative, they're naturally going to agree with you, and you're going to feel good about that. That's an echo chamber. And the same with these sniveling little runts in the theater. Okay, They don't know how to act, most of them. Good actors don't post stuff like this on Facebook. 
they're usually too busy acting. Abject self-centeredness is at the core of the problem in our country and in this microcosm of the theater. But we've always had that to some degree in the theater. But what about our contemporary situation now, not only online, but in daily activities, again, with people bursting into a shopping center and shooting people? Why? Because they have some personal issue. They're killing innocent people, even if they were guilty, right? Even, even if they were people who liked, let's say, um, I don't know, musicals, all right? Still, they, they don't deserve to die, right? And it's coming from this personal sort of vendetta that somebody feels it's okay to make that leap forward. Now, when you consider the term bad actor, I'm not referring to people like Ben Stiller or Pia Zadora or the like, but more like John Wilkes Booth. You know, after this guy, who was a rather famous actor in his day, I mean, you know, like Tom Cruise famous, okay? After he shot President Lincoln, he didn't, like, skirt down the back staircase where he would not be seen, and he probably would have gotten away. He jumped on the stage, said something in Latin, which, I don't know, roughly translates to, follow me on Twitter. But he believed that his actions lead to a race war and to the South regaining some sort of status that they had just lost. It didn't happen. This is what I'm talking about. Some guy who thinks that he's the greatest thing on earth and decides to kill the president. Like World War One and Two was created by one guy with a gun. And that's a bad actor. These are the tools I'm talking about. People who do things for their own selfish, narcissistic purposes and affect the lives of millions of people. So we bring up the story of a local, meaning uh, in Columbus, Ohio, a guy who I will call Mr. Kippers. Mr. Kippers is a tool, but he's a perfect example of a narcissist who goes out of his way to do things for himself that have implications and uh, ramifications for all the other people in the world or ones that share certain space, time with this man. Horace Kippers was his name. And he arrived in Columbus, Ohio, about three years before I did the first time, around the, uh, let's say, 1994. This guy was already causing a problem. He came in from California, and he thought he was a genius. Oh, my, he thought he was such a, a gift. Yes, a gift, dare I say, from God. And when he got here, he befriended two people. One, a dance enthusiast, and the other, a professor specializing in movement for the actor. Kippers was amazingly bad at acting. He was renowned. He was nationally renowned. Bad actor. 
okay? And he had no skill as a director either. But he took it upon himself to name and create a nonprofit organization to which people donate after himself. And he called it the Oily Kippers Theater Company. He had greasy hair back then, so it sort of made sense. One does not name a nonprofit after themselves, especially if they're incompetent at acting and directing and everything that you find in a theater. Mr. Kippers actually said to people more than once that he started this theater company because he couldn't get work as an actor. You know, I, I don't understand how this got past anybody. The people in charge, an arts council, a board member, or a board. Here in this country, we love a narcissist. Well, it seems like we do. We love Elon Musk. We love Donald Trump. And this guy is just like that. He is that incompetent, and he is that arrogant. And this is a perfect example of what I'm here to show you, is that in this microcosm, of theater. There are people, genuine people, change their names, but these are actual people who have counterparts on the national political stage. And we are here to worry about it, basically. We're just going to worry and worry and worry. Doesn't, doesn't seem like anyone's doing anything, but raising awareness, perhaps, of the bad actor. And now, as promised, our segment called Good Actors. And today's candidate is Vicki Welsh Bragg. Three names, one actress. Ms. Bragg has been acting since she was 14. She's now 39. And she's done at least 100 roles mostly on the stage. She did a uh, horror film with her husband, uh, Billy Bragg, who is now known as Billy Zen, who is also a musician of note. So, Vicky is an actress that can do nearly anything. She's played a man several times, Ebenezer Scrooge, one season, she played Bernada Alba. She's played the female lead in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, Martha. And she has played, oh, Mother Courage. She's done a heck of a lot. And I'm telling you one little story. She was doing this Tennessee Williams play called Suddenly Last Summer. She was playing the matriarch in there. And after the show was over, people were coming out of the theater talking about this person who was mesmerizing them with her eyes and, and the way she looked. And she glanced at people and, and the things she said. And I had no idea what they were talking about. They were talking about Vicky, because I just know Vicky as Vicky. They were mesmerized, moved. It takes years, it takes talent, it takes some God-divine sort of intervention to make an actress this good. So, 
if you're looking for one for your stage production, your movie, your Netflix uh, pilot thing, why not hire someone who's a good actor? Okay? She's available on Facebook, Vicki Welsh Bragg. There's a hyphen in there somewhere, I think. At the last two words, there's a hyphen in there. She wasn't born with a hyphen. Okay? But she has one now. That's what happens, you know? You get a hyphen. You grow up, get a hyphen. But um, she's also available um, uh, th through the Civic, the Columbus Civic Theater. And uh, I'm sure you can find her uh, somewhere on the web. So there we have it. This is our introduction to bad actors, true crime theatrics. See if you can purchase the book online at Amazon. Maybe take the, the uh, digital version of it. And... Uh, I hope you don't cr toss it across the room. Well, you can't toss the digital version across the room. But uh, I hope you get something out of it. And I hope some action is taken to correct these problems before we have a catastrophe. Thank you.